Look up the year that it was written and see if slavery was over with yet. This is the beginning, the end, and intermission. Can you see the vision I envision? Welcome to Blood and Spirit, the podcast for Black families evolving. I'm your host, NJ Malay Ali, and my guest today is Kwame Hakeem Ali Humphrey, better known as King Cotton. <laughs> Welcome to Blood and Spirit podcast, Your Highness. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having me. So the music that was at the top of the at, was at the top of the show was something that you created. Tell us about that music. Uh, I created, you know, it came from it came from like I want to say past experience. Like I didn't go through you know slavery or anything, but my you know our people went through that, and uh, you know we still feel that today. You know, the impact of it, and um, you know, I mean it, it's still going on today. You know, not to that extent, but it's still going on today. So Absolutely. I'm speaking on it. So. So what's the title of that one? That's misunderstand. Misunderstand, and uh, tell, say a little bit more about you know how those lyrics came came to you. Okay, the lyrics to misunderstand. Uh, when it first came on, uh, he said I could have easily been a street, you know, uh, street dude. You know, basically, you know, that I want to say it don't take no thought. You know, it just is no work put into that you know, with your mind, you know, that makes you want to go out and, you know, do something more with your life, you know. And, uh, uh, but I chose, you know, I chose to go a different route in my music and my life. You know, mm-hmm. I didn't want to, you know, end up in the, you know, I didn't, I didn't graduate from high school. Mm-hmm. So uh, I left high school because I saw that I wasn't doing anything, you know, and I was playing and joking and stuff, and I couldn't get my math together. Mm-hmm. So uh, I left Monroe and uh, went to job for Okay. And I uh, got my GED, got my job trade, and you know I started uh, writing music then. You know, I writing music before, but you know I really started taking it then. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, I don't want to go too too deep before you ask me any questions. Well, that's, that's, that's a part right. of it. Just go ahead. Go okay, ahead. okay. <laughs> but okay, basically, when I was at job school, I had a dream that uh, white people were picking black cotton. Really? Yeah, and that, that kind of sparked everything. And but what I got out of it was opposition, you know. Uh not that, you know, I don't I don't want to see, you know, not that I'm saying like I wanna see the white man, you know, pick cotton and, and such such dudes, blah blah blah. It ain't that, you know, it's it's what if things were the other way around, you know, what if, you know, uh it was a white man that was out Martin Luther King. You know, what if we were voting in the first uh uh white person, you know, as a president in OE. Uh, you know, like before the storm came, you know, people was complaining about their light bill, you know, being high. Mm-hmm. And when it came, people were complaining about not having power. And when it came back on, you know, they complained about the price again. So <laughs> opposition, you know, other way around, you know, it, it ain't no if, you know, if I had this or if I had that, you know, it's, it's deal with what's on your plate right now. Live your life, you know, fix what you got now. You know, if you got problems, fix it. Don't sit and think about if I could have did this. Or, you know, if I, you know, a lot of people always say, if I knew now what I knew uh, that 20 years ago, I'd exactly. be, you don't know that. Exactly. You don't know that. You, got, you absolutely don't know that. You don't know that. So, you know, that's, that's the whole premise behind, you know, uh, even like the shirt right there behind the master hoop. You know, that, you know, that's my design. And the upside down question mark is, you know, a noose. You know, a master hoop. You know, like who? Master hoop. Exactly. You know, people are always fearful about, about stuff, do they, like a job and stuff like that. 
You better stop. You better not say that because it's going to happen. You know, consequences, you know, happen with anything. Consequences are good. Consequences are bad. So, you know, do what you feel is right. You know, even if you know, blows follow, you know, do what you do, do what you feel is right, you know, and that's the only thing that matters. It ain't, it ain't what nobody else thinks or what nobody else feels, you know. Because, you know, taking feelings into consideration is great, you know, and sometimes it's needed, but sometimes it's not needed, you know. Right. You told me um, earlier about some of your lyrics, like that you do not use explicit lyrics. Yeah. Because, because why? Well, first of all, you know, I draw, I'm an artist. I, just, I see. This yeah. this T-shirt is the top of the line. That is so beautiful. <laughs> thank you, thank you. It's so gorgeous, and and you're gonna be showing some of your art soon. Mm -hmm. But go ahead and tell us about. It. I um, first of all, you know, I feel like I distort my art. You know, that's that's like you know me drawing and then taking a pen, cursing my music like me drawing a picture and taking a pen and scribbling all over. To yeah. me, because you know you can count on probably one hand how many curse words it is. But you know, the vocabulary, you know, it's vast, you know. There's words everywhere, you know, you can always come up with a word, you know. And that's such a, a that's such word. a great perspective. You find a new word, you learn, you know, you learn something every day. You know, not always, you know, try to find a different word every day, you know. Something I can use my music and I end up using it in real life. So uh my music is basically like a reflection of me. You know, I don't trap, I don't ride around the box shit with a shotgun. <laughs> In the trunk, or you know, the AK sticking out the window. I don't, I don't do none of that. You know, you know, not saying like you know, people that actually didn't been through that life. I'm not saying they can't rap about it. I mean, that ain't me. You know, because you know, you're doing that. One day you're gonna probably have to answer to that. You know, and, and prove that what you're talking about is what you do. And uh, I mean, I gotta prove to nobody. You know that I'm treating myself. So I just do it. And how, where did all this wisdom come from? <laughs> you know, well, you spoke a little bit um, um, to me before about. Uh, you know, we share part of our name. Mm. Ali is in your name, mm. and that's my last name. How did, uh, tell tell us the story of how Ali came into your name. Oh, uh, my dad. My dad's name is Dawood Abdul Ali. And uh, it's just a tradition. You know, my, my brother and sister got in their name. I got in mine. I put in my daughter. So. And the meaning of Ali is? It's, Ali means... The exalted. Yeah, exalted. Uh, there's another definition I'll look for too. Uh, I saw two of them. I looked at my whole name, but uh, I know Kwame means born on Saturday. Uh, Hakeem means, you know, uh, making a uh, good decision. Yeah, and Ali means exalted. And have you looked at Humphrey? No, I haven't looked at Humphrey. That's, uh, that's an interesting thing. Does your family, um, you know, maintain its family history? Like you, your, your dad has put in, you know, such a beautiful uh, tradition to have all the children have the name Ali as a part of their name. That's, uh, you know, it, it's, it's such a, just one thing that's going to be carried on, you know, for many years. Um, have y'all looked back into your history and started to curate some of your history? No, not yet. Me too. <laughs> Me too. Do you have a, who's the oldest um, ancestor that you're aware of? Uh, my family. Mm -hmm. uh, my, so my dad's family is in New York. I don't. Uh, I haven't met a lot of. Uh, I can't say. I can't say. I know my grandmother. She's seventy. I say seventy-six. Yeah. But, your dad's mom. Mm -hmm. And what about your mom's? I can't. I can't say. Okay. Okay. So your your dad is is um, my dad. He's a, he's the oldest of his siblings too. Okay. Yeah. 
and he's a he's a single dad. To your mom, mm -hmm. and she's here. Mm -hmm. You just don't know her family. I know her family. I just you know, I don't know the ages. Oh, oh, not the ages, but yeah. just just being aware of who they are, mm -hmm. yeah, who their that, stories yeah. are, and you know where they're kind of where they're from. They're from Fort And her parents, you you aware of those? My mom, my parents from Fort Lee. My uh, grandma, my dad's mother, is from New York, and my dad's father, he's she's not, he's from Alabama. Okay. Yeah, so one of the things that we, um, you know, want to promote, you know, mm -hmm. with this podcast is folks, you know, keeping up with their family histories, knowing that, and so that uh, we can just have a whole package of, of information that we can pass on to the next generation so they don't have to have to hunt, you know, for, mm -hmm. for who that is. So what's it like, back to your music, what's it like for, for a musical artist and a, and a visual artist uh, to work in Albany, Georgia? Um, kind of different. Well, for me, it's kind of different, you know. Uh, for the most part, rappers in Albany, you know, people that do music, it, it's, you know, it's on something else, you know. It's, it's a lot of trap rap down here, a lot of, you know, snap music and a lot of, you know, crunk music. And, you know, I go a different avenue with it, but, uh, Always like variety goes, you know. I do a variety of music, but uh, I ain't gonna say variety of music. I do a variety of vibes, you know what I mean? Like, you might have this club type beat, but if mm -hmm. you listen to the lyrics, you know, it's still talking about what my music talking about. So, uh, it gets you, the beat gets you, you right. know, it snaps right. you, and then you find yourself bobbing your head to it and listening. Now, you know, once that beat got you, you know, cause a lot of people they, you know, they, they gravitate toward the beats, the, the production mm -hmm. of, the, of the music. And once that beat grabs you, you're gonna listen to it. You're gonna like it. So uh those lyrics of yours are um very insightful. Mm -hmm. Um you, you talk about, you know, it's it's political, it's social, it's mm -hmm. historical. Um, do you read a lot? Uh here and that, uh I I really, I used to read a lot, but the way I've been working and stuff like that, I'm really gonna have time now. But a lot of stuff that I read in the past, like I maintain and that's part of my music. Like history is my favorite. So, you know, uh, I don't even have time to sit down and read. Like, I need to. I got a family now and working all the time and mm -hmm. doing my music. So, uh, not an excuse. I need to sit down and read. But uh, for the most part, uh, you know, I retain my information. And I always loved history. It was always something about history. And when I heard Nina Simone Strange Fruit, you know, when I was younger, I didn't know what she was talking about. <laughs> but then, you know, I was, I was walking from school one day. I was at Albany Tech. And I walked from school and I was I had that in my headphones and I was on YouTube listening to music and it just came on me. And uh, I was looking up at the trees and stuff like that and that song playing, I, you know, I looked at a whole different reason. So, and it all came together for yeah, the right the strange fruit was us hanging from the tree. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you got that, you, you, you're still, you know, helping us remember that mm -hmm. um, in your art, in your visual art, as well as in your um, in your music, mm -hmm. and uh, I saw some that picture that you did that you painted of Nina Simone, which mm -hmm. is absolutely fantastic. And um, also, I'd like to invite you to have some of your art on our website mm -hmm. uh, as we build that out because we really want to promote our local artists mm -hmm. um, and local local um, economy. You know, uh, as just as, um, as and I say this kind of all the time mm -hmm. that. Nowadays, we have um, a local food economy that's become more accepted and understood 
And, and I, I'd like to see the same kind of thing for artists so that it's not necessary. And, you know, if you want to blow up and become international, fine, but also um, be able to earn a really decent living without having to do that. And that and that's what I don't, I don't, I don't want to be like, I don't want to be famous. Okay. I, don't, I don't want the same, you know, I, I want to do my music, you know, uh, of course, you know, at the end of the day, a lot of people, they want to make money out their craft, you know, make some money, but still be me, you know, I don't want to, you know, have to walk around with security 24-7, you can't, you can't live, you can't go to the store by yourself no more, you can't, you know, like simple things, like going to the park with your family, all Paparazzi. day, all day, you can't, you can't live no more. Uh, I mean, that's something I never want, you know. That's and and with the kind of music I make, you know, I mean, it's possible. But for the most part, like like Kendrick, even Kendrick Lamar, like, I like Kendrick Lamar, but he, he he went commercial, you know. You know he uh, he went commercial, like he he wasn't, you know, he's not who he was a couple of years ago. But as a person, he probably is. But like as a rapper, as an artist, you know, he he didn't branch out to doing different kind of music, you know. And, uh, you know, I like him more that, you know, when he was, you know, he, you know, ironic, humble. You know, he got something called humble. But I like him when he was more humble, you know, instead of cocky. Now, that's why I like J. Cole. Okay. You know, J. Cole, J. Cole walk around. I see all kinds of videos of him just walking around, like, different building lots. Just walking. Okay. Like and, uh, you know, I want to I be like, I want to be able to come home with no problem, you know. And uh, uh, that fame, that'll, that'll do something to you. That'll do something to you. That's, uh, I agree. Uh, I just happen to agree with that. That um, it, for for so many people, it like you said, it changes their lives and uh, makes them have to to you know become some somebody else. Mm -hmm. And processing the whole notion of having somebody looking at you all the time and judging mm -hmm. your performance—that's got to like really, um, that's got to be something that's very difficult to mm -hmm. deal with. So, how do you want to progress with your music? Where do you want to take it? Yeah, I want I want to you know first first I'll build it here because I can then take it everywhere else and uh you know I want to I want to do shows I I, I done done a few shows but I want to I want to do shows uh I want to continue to do music release it like I've been releasing on all platforms my album is on all platforms so it's on Apple Music it's on iTunes on Spotify some you know uh what's that other one uh title and it's everywhere like. Nowadays, you know, you can release an album from your computer. You know? right, yes. Yeah, you got to go to the record store. And like, make right, and, you right. Know, so you have all that. Crank, <laughs> and, you know, watch some stock on the ship and stuff like that. You know, it, it's, it's different nowadays. And, uh, but that's how I want to keep it. I, I'm like, I record out of my house right now. I record uh, my music. I mix my music. I got my manager. He helped me out tremendously, you know, with getting back into music and uh, pushing me. And uh, shout out to Tari Jackson. My boy. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, and, uh, you know, I, I can I can call my brother, you know, and uh, look out for me. Make sure you know you let me know when I'm when I'm going wrong. Let me know when I'm slipping or slacking in the area. And I need that. I don't need nobody, you know, on my team. That's another thing too. And I like fame and some of y'all, all people, like all those people around you. Know every song you make, and that sound hard. All right, that's good. I need to know when something don't sound good, you know. So when I release it, you know, exactly. my name on that. I'm on that. So uh, that's another thing that, that comes from you got a thousand people around you all day, you know, and just, just with you, like you got this posse, like all day, you never know who gonna cross. I mean, you got a better chance of knowing that when it's like, you know, three or four of y'all around you. 
and you got all these people and they become jealous and stuff like that. And uh, you know, like, you know, I don't know the complete situation with Nipsey, you know, but he, he knew the guy. You know what I mean? They took pictures of you. Stuff like that. You know, you saw many people, I don't know if you saw that picture, but it was about 15 pe- 10 to 15 people in that picture, you know, that you know he probably hung out with. There, um, I've been listening to more of his music and and mm-hmm. um, and some interviews mm-hmm. that he did uh, talking about the lifestyle um, that he came from, mm-hmm. you know, and that he was working to transition, had, had transitioned out of. Mm-hmm. Like you said, sometimes, most of the time, it's hard to, to you know, you'll have to answer for that, yeah. you know, at, exactly. in some way, at some point in time, yeah. you know, you know. Um, and then, you know, there was the fact that he was um, doing the uh, documentary about Sabian. Dr. Sabian. So, you know, there are so many factors in there and, mm-hmm. you know, we don't yet know what was the deciding factor you know, that caused that, um, that person to take that action. So it's, it's, um, it's painful, mm-hmm. it's really painful. And, um, you know, it's, it's good to see that, to hear you with the wisdom at such a young age. And um, so tell me what were some of the values that you came up with? Uh, working hard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, 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 that's one of the most important right there. Like, I, I can remember one time I had my dad for $10 to buy a yes. video game. He took me in the backyard, pointed a lawnmower, you know, made me go earn my money in the neighborhood. <laughs> You know, uh, taught me about saving. He was like, uh, you know, take that ten dollars, go buy what you want to buy, and I put the rest of the money up. Keep gas and oil in my lawnmower, keep my yard clear. You know, stuff like that. You know, every time I saw my dad, you know, putting the doorknob on and putting hanging the door, I was right there learning. You know, you know, now especially now, you know, I got a family, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, I can I can do those same things right now and uh, teach my kids. You know, and uh. All, so, all that. so you're bringing those values that you came up with into your family today. And what? Tell me about your family today. Uh, how many children? It is five of us. My brother and sister. Oh, I see. I, I was thinking that you were telling me that you had children of your own. Oh no 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 no! I, I, I got two kids. I got two kids. Okay. But uh, for my siblings, it's five of us. I'm the youngest. Of them. Yeah, I got I got a son and a daughter. When I met my wife, she had a son already, but I ain't I don't even step none of that. <laughs> no, that's my boy. That's your boy. Yeah, yeah. So uh I get on until you start looking like Right. <laughs> but uh yeah, I love like, I love my kids, I love my family. And uh, you know, that's very important, you know. Like when we working a lot, like I, I basically work seven days a week. And um, I stay out of make time for my family. Absolutely. Uh, I can't keep doing that. You gotta consider them, how they feel, you know, dad ain't never owned such so, and you know, need to do more stuff for my I know I need to do more stuff for my wife, you know. And uh but, how do you how do you balance that um, you know, working how you how you do that work uh life balance? Uh okay, I go to work like two in the afternoon, so uh I go to work and when I got out I used to record when I got out of work every day. But like you say, balance. You know, I gotta do that. Gotta find a couple of days to do that at night instead of just getting off of work. You know, going straight to the music, closing that door off, and working on music for two and three, four hours. You know, then going to sleep and waking up. You know, 
Start all over. Everybody gone, you know. Right, and, right. Well, you know, anytime you need to go to work again, then doing the same thing every day. And repetition, uh, it ain't good. Like that, that way it's not good. Like overworking. Like I'm passionate about my music, but to become obsessed with it won't be a good thing. You know, that's all you think about music all day, every day. You know, forgetting the fact that you got a family, you got a wife, you got kids, and other stuff to take care of. You know, so I just I really, I just really admire, you know, that level of wisdom. Uh and, and I think that is wisdom in a young person. Um in addition to your manager and your dad, do you have any other uh people who influence your thought particularly? Uh, my brother, he does music and uh I mean, he didn't really teach it to me. I kind of learned on my own. For like, I make beats too. I produce too, and uh, he does that. And I kind of watched him, you know, from a little distance, and kind of caught on to him and stuff like that. And uh, so I can say he he influenced me. Uh, I mean, as far as artists go, I can't even say that rap influenced me to do music. You know, uh, Miles Davis. Really? Yeah, jazz uh, pushing me to music. Wow, that is so good. Tell, tell me about that. Well, uh, improvisation, you know. My Davis told, I want to say, was it Thelonious Monk? I think. No one Thelonious Monk. It was uh, either Thelonious Monk or Herbert Hancock. One of them he told. One of them playing piano for him, and he messed up, you know. And Miles would never stop when anybody messed up. You know, he, he had to switch over. To where we keep it and keep it going. Wow. So, you know, he told my, you know, he said that taught him a very important thing, not about not only about music, but life. You know, your, your next move determines your last move is a bad move. You know, stuff like that. And uh, you know, ain't no boundaries in, in jazz, you know. Uh he got a song called So What? That might make you feel sad. It might make you feel happy. No lyrics in it. You know, it's, it's on how you take it. That's my music. So, that's, so that's my music. That's uh, that that reminds me of, of the title of your album, which mm -hmm. is uh, it was just a dream. It was all a dream. It was all a dream. Mm -hmm. And so, was that connected with uh, that dream that you had about yes. the, the black cotton and white people picking black cotton? Yes. Very very <laughs> interesting. Yeah. And and that pic, the photograph on the front. Who's that? Mm -hmm. That's you. <laughs> <laughs> that is, uh, yeah. so you know. And, and the meaning behind that, you know, it was all the uh, next meaning behind that, uh, you know, everything was once a dream. You know, when you was little, you, you probably thought of, you know, when I say dream, it ain't something you necessarily do in your sleep. You know, something you think about, like a thought that you have, like, a, like you know, I dream of, you know, being citizen, I dream of doing this. Uh, so my thing with that, you know, you once dreamed of having children one day. You know, you once dreamed of being on your own, having your own vehicle, you know, having a job, doing whatever you want to do. And, you know, now you're doing it, you know. So it was all a dream, but it's up to you to make it a reality, you know. So uh, in connection with the dream I had, you know, uh, this is opposition. Like, everything just live today. You know, you can't dwell on yesterday. You know, you can't, you can't dwell on the past. You know, you can't forget the past, but won't dwell on that, you know. Do you think that opposition is um, uh, important for growth? Yeah. yeah. How does that work? Because, you, you, I mean, you, you, it makes you appreciate things, you know. 
Especially like when you think of, when you think about just if everything was going around. Like, I got a song called "If It Was a Fifth," you know, and that's that, that's what that song is about. You know, if it was a fifth, we'd all be drunk off the rip. I mm-hmm. just pulled up a couple like, "Won't you have you a sip?" Grab a couple more glasses and tell your friends to come over because if it was a fifth, then none of us would be so. You know, if I had this, if I had it, like I said in the beginning, you know, if I had this, you know, if I knew what I knew twenty years ago, you know, I, I hear it all the time. I hear it every day, man. I hear it every day. If you were an older man, I would ask you, <laughs> what would you want to say to your 20-year-old? But as you, since you're such a young man, I'm going to ask you, what would you like to say to your future self? No. <laughs> That's, let me see. Let me see. I got to think about that one. <laughs> That's the opposite of what people always have. Uh, what I tell my, my older self, uh, keep me in you. <laughs> to keep me in you. Because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm doing that now. I'm, I'm continuing to do that. Do that. So, you know, I tell myself, just keep being me. Just keep doing what I do. Keep loving. You know, that's a big part. Love. Uh, I don't hate. You know, I love to have a conversation about stuff like disagreement. Like, because, it, you know, it's it's okay to disagree with somebody. You know, and a lot of people don't, they don't realize that, you know, you gotta be a yes man, you know, just you know, somebody say make a post on Facebook, you know, and they did like, yeah, like it and agree. You know, I agree with you. You know, deep down inside, you don't agree with that. What's your opinion? Make your statement heard, you know, start a conversation, just talk. And that's important. So imagine that you are you that's something that, that's part of your household that you're passing on to your children. Yeah. And how old are they? My son is ten and my little girl she's four. So what are some of the, uh, how does that work in the household? How do you uh, work on uh, dealing with disagreements if, when they arise at home? Talk about it and uh, basically not, you know, to an extent, if you don't say nothing now, don't, 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 don't bring it up later. You know, don't, don't wait until, you know, it's built. When you bring it up, you know, don't have it, you know, let it be known right then, you know. Don't sit on it and let it fester and get you upset. And then when you bring it to the table, you got all these your know, emotions everywhere, you know. You know, let's talk about it now. Anybody gonna judge nobody? Anybody gonna call you crazy? You know, however you feeling. If you if you tell me, you know, you saw the you know the moon crash down to the earth yesterday. Talk to me about it. Mm-hmm. They ain't call you crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> let's talk. Let's talk. So, uh, you know, communication is very important in families. And, you know, like a lot of stuff. Like even like people that you know, like I had a cousin commit suicide a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. Like communication is vital, you know. It's, it's vital. You know, they kind of push you away when they get rid of something like that. But communication, you gotta stay on it. You know, just stay on it. You know, don't let them decide for you whether you're gonna keep in contact with them. You just, excuse me. You got communication important. That's important. That keep that bring people close together and keep people. The so that uh, your cousin did push you away. You noticed the put, you know, being pushed away during that time. Yeah, to the extent, well, you know, you know, he, he might bring it up uh, on the Facebook post or something like that, and uh, you know, you might hit him up or whatever, call him, and you know, you good. You know, before you know it, y'all talking about a football game. And I don't even watch sport. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so before you know it, you talking about a football game or a basketball game, and you get him, you know, y'all talk him phone up and then he's like. Oh, you know, we've been talking about something there. Right. You know, kind of like that, you know, and, that, and that's, you know, that, that's, I guess that's normal when they, when they 
you know, got that thought in their head, you know, to kind of push people away. But from what I, I think, you know, I ain't no expert nothing like that. Mm -hmm. I think they trying to bring you closer by doing that, you know, by pushing you away, see if you're going to come show more love mm -hmm. when they push you away, or see mm -hmm. if you're going to, you know, try to, no, 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 we talking about that right now, we talking about this. You know, and this is a learning experience. And, uh, it is a learning experience, and you don't know what's in somebody else's head. No. No, no, so, you know, I used to say some wild stuff, you know, about suicide, you know, when I was young. You know, I ain't gonna never do that. Yeah, they got crazy to do that, you know, but then when it hit home, you know, just, just with anything, like with cancer, like my mom had cancer, you know, you can think about these things until it comes close to home, you know, and then all of a sudden, you know, you, now you're the, kid, the advocate for, the poster kid for, you know, colon cancer now, because mm -hmm. your mama got, you know, mm -hmm. and uh, sometimes they're needed, you know, so they, they, they get out of yourself, you know, you living, you doing, you know, everything that you want to do, and uh, you know, you're, not, you're not thinking about the misfortune no more. You know, you're not thinking about the sick no more. And then when it passes through your LA, that's when you realize, you know, it, it, it humble beginning, take mm -hmm. it back, you know, mm -hmm. to where you started from. And that's why you never forget where you came from. You, know? you got to go back where you came from. Don't forget. And so, what are the, some of the best strengths to use that, they, that your family used uh, to get through that adversity uh, with your mom? She's on the other side of that now. Mm -hmm. uh, is that correct? Mm -hmm. Yes, she did. And so, what do you think some of the strengths are that that other families can use um, that you your family did? Well, uh, yeah, got a uh, like I said, communication. You know, surety. You know, let them know, you know, it's going to be good. You know, even though they might be thinking otherwise, uh, but they don't want to be, you know, with the problem. Uh, just be sure, them, you know, let them know you love them, you know, and, you know, like different ways of communication, you know, not just talking about that, you know, certain problem that they got going on, but, you know, just act as, you know, live you know, as if that's not going on. You know, not, don't forget that it is going on, but, you know, still joke, you know, still laugh, you know, still, you know, eat, you know, eat with your family, so like that, you know, let them know that that doesn't change y'all being a family. They don't stop, they didn't stop coming to my mama. They didn't stop me from being her son. When I got, when I was hurt, when I was young, I had surgery on my chest. My mama, she just about quit her job, you know, to stay in the hospital. Wow. You know, and she stayed in the hospital for over three months. You know? And I, I always think about that when I think about the in the hospital, you know. And, uh, like, you know, what mother won't do for, for a kid, and like, Think about that, that love, you know, mm -hmm. it, it was my turn to show it back. Well, it, it sure does seem like you absorbed a whole lot of uh, love and, and wisdom from your parents, and uh, it, it, some of it, I'm sure, comes just straight through your DNA. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and, and I can't wait to meet your children mm -hmm. and your wife to, uh, to just, you know, just get a visual of, mm -hmm. of, uh, of how that is going on to the next generations and it's right now. So, what is one of your with your with your new family, your um, your children and wife? What are some of the greatest family challenges that you have to deal with right now? Challenges, I say, I say eating healthy. Need to eat healthy. Good. <laughs> <laughs> I used to be smiling, and, and you know, I was I was actually when I was in job, I was trying to go to the, to the military, but because of my surgery, I had. You know, they, they sent me away. I couldn't go. So uh, I had lost a lot of weight. And, and I was working out every day. And that kind of discouraged me. I started eating like I was. And got to the size I am now. I like to get a little smaller and be healthier so I can live longer. Well, uh, so, you know, I think that 
and we talked about uh, Nipsey Hussle a little bit ago, and uh, so there's a that challenge, and the Nipsey Hussle seven day um, fast. It's not exactly a fast because you, you do continue to eat, but um, it rec asking people to do all fruits and vegetables, mm -hmm. no grains, no nuts, no meat, no okay, so no bread, and um, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. I uh, I did have some practice with my guacamole yesterday, <laughs> but um, I think it, that's kind of an example of that kind of opposition that you talked about. Mm -hmm. That you know, he's really a martyr at this point. Mm -hmm. um, he's somebody who represented an opportunity to go beyond your experience, mm -hmm. and and folks who really hurt are really hurt um, about that, and and so. In that outpouring, they're recommending that people eat well. Mm -hmm. He was getting ready to do this this um, video about Dr. Sabi, who recommended that people eat well. Mm -hmm. And so, having that go so big is is, is just really a um, an example of the the how well martyrdom actually works to change society, to change people's minds, because that wouldn't have gone out. Had he continued working in his same day-to-day, -day, you know, trying to do the right thing way, we wouldn't have millions of people now uh, working, you know, working on a fast and being aware of, uh, you know, putting all of their goodness about how to eat well forward. So, um, so that's good. So, so dietary things are the, are that's you put that as number one challenge. For yeah, us. eat too much Burger King, McDonald's, and Wendy's and stuff. All these sodas and stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you talked about that surgery you had earlier in life. How old was this when that happened? I said 13, 14. Right. What? How did that come about? It was a, a, a football injury. At school, mm -hmm. and I basically broke my sternum, I broke two ribs, and then my car was teaching my children. Wow. Yeah. And you were in the hospital for three months. Mm -hmm. And uh, anything you learned, did you did you go back to the field after that, the football field? <laughs> you turn your back. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I told you? I said, I only watch what? Like, I, I don't even like look at content and because of that. You know, it did it. My stomach changed. So. So really, so when you look at look at all that um, that contact, that hurts. It, it still hurts you just to look at it. That's interesting. Um, do you have a vision for your family for the next five years? Some things that you would like to see come about? Yeah, I want to be a uh, first. You know, I like to have my credit, my credit in order. You know, I like to uh, you know be homeowner. You know, buying a home. Uh, is that gonna happen in Albany? Maybe, <laughs> maybe that was, and that's another thing I've been thinking about. You know, because I you know still move right now. I've been thinking about there's a lot of opportunity at other places. And, uh, it's something I've been thinking about, but I definitely you know, the next five years want to be buying a home. Are you looking for musical opportunities or other? Uh, other, well, both. Music opportunity and, and job opportunity because I'm not going to quit my job to do music. You know, not it, it, not right now anyway. You know, if I, if it comes to the point where I'm making enough money on my music, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
ain't stupid. <laughs> you know, I ain't even just, you know, I got a family, you know, if I was by myself, I'd probably take that risk. But I can't put them, you know, in, in, in that situation because some lumpers are You gotta think about them first. So. And music on layers. You know, I love it, but music on layers. Do you think among um, young black men your age that that perspective is widespread? Uh, that perspective of, I, you know, um, I have to take care of my family. And whatever way they decide to do it, whether mm -hmm. they decide to go all in on their music and that's the way that they're going to take care of their family or whatever it is, but just the fact of having that as a priority. If they love it. If they love their family, if they, if they, if they love their kids, if they love their, if, if they marry, you know, if they love their, their wife enough, they'll, they'll do whatever it takes. You know, uh, I love mine more than that. And I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to, like I said, I, I will, if I quit my job, if I, not if I lose my job today, I'm going to be out, I'm going to be out in the neighborhood lawnmower, I'm going to be pressure washing houses, I'm going to, we're going to make it until mm -hmm. <laughs> I get mm -hmm. another job. I'm mm -hmm. like, I'm not going to stop, you know. You use that word if. Is that a fifth right there talking about? You know, <laughs> exactly, 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 exactly. You know. Talking about the brother, you know. So not, I'm asking I'm, about. I'm paraphrasing. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking about the, the 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 piece about if these brothers love their families enough. Yeah. I'm asking about your observations of what do you see uh, around you? You know, uh, is that happening? Yeah, the people I hang around, yeah. You know, that's why I, I, you know, I circle myself around. I don't hang around kids that, you know, they don't kill. Like, I can't. I, I, mean, I had a coworker before, you know, saying the last thing about his mama, you know, I, I, I put him out of the car. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't like that. I need that rhyme, you know, I want that thought in my head. And you know, I ain't with anything thing like that. But I just don't want that energy around my neck too. Uh, that's where a lot of it come from. And that's why a lot of young people, you know, Ain't doing what they supposed to be doing, you know. It come, it, it's generational, you know. It's, it's they don't they talk, and when they ain't doing talk. So uh, it's you know it, it it's, it's a tear thing, it's a stare thing, you know. It, it goes down, you know. You don't teach a kid, you know, the the value of money. You know, they won't know the value of money. They just get money and blood, you know. But when teaching the value, you know, they like, you need to save it, you know. Tie blow out. You don't need to be trying to call somebody and say you got thirty five dollars I can borrow, you know. Time. You on the other side of town. Yeah, and by the way, can you come pick me up so I don't get the time? <laughs> you know, you don't need to be doing that. You need, you need to, you know, save and be prepared for emergency. And uh, those, that's like, that's a value right there. You know, we need to teach that to our kids and we ain't doing that. You know, a lot of us, you know, long as my kid out my way, I'm good. You know, long as they're outside playing with their friends, or I can sit in here and watch, you know, Hollywood, whatever it's, right. <laughs> you know, you know, and they ain't spending that quality time with their kids to be able to teach me value. They ain't listening to them when they when they ask me questions and stuff. And then a lot of them wait too late to do that. You know, you can't shun your kids, you know, for all their childhood and then they get grown and start making bad decisions. You know, you should be doing that. You can't be doing that right now. You know, where you was at 10 years ago? Tell them, you should be telling me that. You know, you can't tell me nothing now. That's, that's how a lot of them think. And then when they grow up like that, they do the same thing to their kids. And the cycle continues. Cycle continues. I'm I'm not doing that. You know, I'm gonna teach my kids, you know, the right way. They mess up. One thing my dad always did with us. If you were wrong, you ain't taking nothing for you. You ain't on your side. Mm -hmm. He always tell you, I, I know you, 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 
Well, if you're wrong, and I know you're wrong, I'm not taking up for you. you no, know, what they gonna teach me? Right. You know, I'm, I'm, I, every time I do something, I'm like, my, my mom and dad gonna take up for me. Mm -hmm. I'm good, you know. Mm -hmm. and they know you're wrong, you know. They're gonna, they gonna say something to you behind closed doors about it, you know, but that, that ain't doing no good, you know. They know you're gonna be on them out every time. And mm -hmm. I always knew that one the case. So that, that kind of helped me. That's, that's probably one of the reasons why when I left Jocko, I went back in front of my, educa my education. I went, went back and got my GED and my, and my job training. Because, you know, for one, I ain't want to let them die. You know, second, I ain't want to be no idiot. You know, I ain't want to be, nobody called me stupid and it be true. You know, <laughs> they can call you what they want to call you. But, you know, you can't tell me I ain't got no education. You can't tell me I don't know this and that. And I do. You can say it all you want, but as you know, long as it ain't true, it ain't going to fit. You know what I'm saying? You know, people call you doing, you don't know such a thing about it. You're right. <laughs> you know, what can you say? You know, but, uh, you know, but for the most part, you know, that's that's what that is. You know, it's a talk thing. You know, they, they grow up and whatever they in, whatever they see going on, if they're not being taught that it's not right, they're going to, you know, to, in, they, in their eyes, ain't no wrong with it. So I don't, I don't do that. You know. Absolutely. So, so I, you're being uh, an excellent example. Uh, you know, just in your life, and in your music, and in your art, and um, as a parent, I, I really appreciate that. And so, I want to ask you, um, how do you feed yourself um, spiritually? And I don't know how, how how important is religion to you, and, and is religion and spirituality something different, or you know? So how do, how do you keep all of that that energy uh, working. Now you mentioned that uh, you, you surround yourself with people who mm -hmm. um, who share share your values mm -hmm. and you don't allow certain other things to come in. You know, like he was, you know, the, the guy made sure he got out of the car with the wrong mm -hmm. kind of conversation, you know, a lot of music in. So what is what is the the sustenance that you use? Oh religion girl. Like I believe in God, you know, I, I consider myself a Christian. But far as religion go, like the tradition, the, the traditional uh uh religion, like I I wouldn't depict myself in that category because you know, uh I don't know, it just is you know, religion like is basically, you know, the way I feel you you do something because you believe in it. You know, I believe in God, I believe, you know, I, I, you know, the creation and everything. And I know, you know, probably the Bible has been rewritten and stuff like that. And uh, a lot of stuff I've been added to it. And uh, like with religion and like, even like with Jesus, like Jesus, like, you know, the Bible, the Bible even talks about, you know, like they was in Jerusalem, you know, Jews, you know, Jesus, that's not a, that's not a Hebrew name. You know, his name is Yeshua. Yes, and, sir. Uh, they know Jay's in, in here. So, uh, stuff like that, you know, people that, and they know this stuff, but they don't want to teach it because, you know, they, they scared that oh, the congregation might ain't going to accept this, you know, so, so like that and all that. And it's just tradition, you know, you're being taught. And another thing, too, with, with religion, you know, people go in the Bible and they, and they go in this, you know, that scripture that talks about, you know, the color of the skin. Yes. What is that gonna do for you? Arguing back and forth, somebody saying, "No, God black, no, you, you white." You know, <laughs> I mean, that's pointless to me. You know, and that's another thing with, with you know that that 
people get caught up. That's a part of that's that part of religion that I don't like. You know that the, the going back back and forth with stuff that doesn't ain't gonna change anything. And it's not gonna benefit you. You know, right. you don't, if you find that God, that, that if he is black, you know, if you find that out, what you gonna do? Just parade around? God black, I know you're black. You know, God black, I know you're black. You know that that does nothing for you. You know, as far as your salvation goes, and like with any religion, you know, uh, just a little small aspects of it. People try to pick, pick and choose. You know what verses go with they like. You know, uh, even like uh, like like with gays. You know, uh, a lot of them are in the churches, and uh, no, I don't hate them. You know, they people. They people. I love everybody. So. But when the contradiction comes in that when they quoting all the scriptures out of the Bible, but they don't want to look at the one that said, you know, a man should not live with another man, neither should a woman. You know, when you bring that, you know, it's just stuff like that, you know, that, that you bring. And then you got this whole conversation about, you know, how they defending it. But that's, that, you know, it said what it said, you know, explain it. That's, that's what I'd be, I'd be on. And uh, I just don't want to, I don't get caught up in religion. Uh, what different stuff mean? Because you go to any church right now in Auburn and explain the verse nine times out of ten at each church, that we're gonna get a different explanation. But it says what it says. You know why? Why am I going to three different places again? Three different meanings of the same verse. Well, um, that's interesting. You know, uh, kind of the same as we got Jesus instead of Yeshua. Yeah. Um, which part of what is in the book? Mm -hmm is what was written in the original text. Yeah. So, you know, so in the interpretation, I, I get what you're saying, you know, uh, yeah. sometimes justifications don't match the, the text that you're trying to, um, trying to make that justification from. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, so, so what's spirituality for you? How do you shift out of religion and get into spirituality? Mm -hmm. I pray. Um, you know, like it's, it's a lot, you know, what goes on when you pray about something and, and you, know, you work on it. You can't just, it's just like, like here on earth, like you can't just ask for something and things are going to get done, you know, just put your effort. You know, you got to put in your work too. So, you know, I might ask, you know, God, bless me with God. And never put that application in. <laughs> And never go, you know, step foot out, you know, to try to, you know, ask somebody, you know, y'all hire them, something like that. You know, babe, you know, it's, it's a two-way street, you know, you got to do your part. And, uh, that's, you know, part of spirituality. You know, putting in work what you're asking for and what you're asking for and uh, not just, you know, solely, I don't want to say solely depending on God, but, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm quite sure he wants us to do what we're supposed to do, too. Instead of just, you know, sitting down, you know, asking, you know, sitting down, hoping something's going to happen. Absolutely. And you ain't doing nothing. And, uh, nothing ain't doing the right thing and stuff like that. You know, you got to respect. Uh, do unto others, as you, as, not as they do to you, you know, but as you want, as you would want them to do to you. You know, and that's another thing, too, like, that, that I feel like I still, you know, getting a little bit. You know, never getting a little bit. You know, you, you take one of mine, I'm going to take two of yours. You know, if you tell it, you're going to keep going. They're going to take three of you. And if they take three, what are you going to take four of them? You know? And, uh, but, yeah, I, I pray. And, you know, I ask questions and, you know, uh, study, you know. 
even far, you know, study other religions, you know, see see what, you know, uh, the pick area, you know, to kind of get a feel for everything because you don't want to get into a discussion and you don't know what you're talking about. Right. Because you're going to get cornered and then well, you know, you're going to be looking crazy like, well, you know, okay, yeah, yeah. So just studying and listening is a, is a big thing to me, especially with, with like spirituality and stuff. Listen, even if it don't sound right to you, listen to it first. And uh, you might learn something. And you learn something doesn't necessarily mean it'll be beneficial to you. It will be beneficial to you because you have that knowledge. Right? But uh, you might not use it in your personal life, but you know, you'll be able to bring it up and you'll know what you're talking about. So, awesome. listening is a bit key too. Well, it's been a pleasure listening, uh, listening to your <laughs> thoughts, listening to all of the, the different stuff that goes into making the music that you make, which is uh, fantastic and definitely recommend that everybody go on iTunes, Spotify, or whatever your favorite music platform is and get It Was All a Dream um, by King Cotton. And tell us your full name. It's Kwame Hakeem Ali AKA King Cotton, and we're gonna mm -hmm. go out after I ask this. I've got one more question for you, mm -hmm. and then we're gonna be going out with uh, the, the music that came at the top, which is misunderstanding. Right? All right, so here's that last question for you if you had absolute power to make anything happen, that if you said it, it would be <laughs> all right, mm -hmm. what would you do to change? or improve family culture in Albany, Georgia? Family culture? If I can say anything to make it happen. You, 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 you say it and it happens. One of my biggest things would be to have, to have to, uh, both parents in the household. Um, that, that plays an important role. Some things mama, you know, she's gonna try to be her best to teach you. Some things, you know, a child to be taught by their mother and father. Something a female needs to know from a man. Something a male needs to know from a man. Vice versa. You know, it, all that comes into the combination of two. And that's what that would be in my, in my biggest thing with both parents in the hospital. And I got a follow up with you. Um, with, um, with both parents in the household, what are some of the deepest, you, and you just explained some of those mm -hmm. deep benefits that, that come from that. Um, what are some of the best? What are some of the best benefits of having both parents in the household? Uh, you, you don't lose. Uh, I want to say. I want to say that. You know, one, one, uh, the, the benefits of having both parents in the household. You know, learning those different back, especially you know both of them come from two different backgrounds. So you got two different sets of values that, that came into one household. That now you as a child absorbing both. You know, along with you learn for yourself, you know, and you got all this knowledge and all this wisdom in your head, you know, that you make your decision based off of that. Awesome. You know, not just what you see, you know, going around, you know, what you learn at home. You know, mom and dad, that's the two people that you're going to look up to, that's who you came from. So that's the biggest benefit, you know, the value and everything you learn, the love, the, the, the love, you know, that's the biggest thing, the love. 
you know what? I'm going to count how many times you said love in this, uh, <laughs> in this interview because it's been a lot and it, and it, it just kind of exudes from you and it shows uh, all through your life and all through your music. And I appreciate you bringing that to our table. Mm. And um, we're going to uh, close out now with some of your music again with Misunderstanding. And uh, thank you for coming to Blood and Spirit. That's what it's about. Thank you very I could have easily been the street, but I got principles, therefore I dream bigger. My mind is a brush and I use it to paint pictures. For instance, watch it, you allow to hang bitch at that solution. And what's understood ain't gotta be explained. Sometimes to get the bigger picture, you need a bigger frame. Normally I don't ask for much, but I got this one request. Cause that's not ethical The way I see it, man, it just can't be acceptable I refuse to represent the Constitution Oh, let me explain, the mean to cause confusion Look up the year that it was written And see if slavery was over with yet This is the beginning, the end and intermission Can you see the vision I envision? Remain true to myself until they put me where the soil be. Picture yourself living as a black man. No matter what you try to do, you get the back hand. That's why I crown myself. I never down myself. And if wisdom is water, I drown myself. See, so make it overnight, but I'm only a night over. If if was a fifth, then none of us would be sober. They hate you when you're famous, but they love you when you're local. That's why I gotta keep my eyes open. You can be the manager, the owner, the proprietor, and still won't get your notoriety from society. Uh, how can you confide to a dollar bill? You risk a whole lot for a dollar thrill. Excuse me for keeping it real, but you already know the deal. Yeah.